0: Today's Spotlight is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. Busey, your dream, our promise. Welcome to Spotlight. I'm your host, Jay Mournette. Today I'm joined by three local nonprofits, the Naperville Garden Club, Naperville Tornado Relief and the MP Foundation, and the Pete Elman Big Band. You're watching Spotlight, and joining me now, representing the Naperville Garden Club, are Diane Greenewald and Deb Tripp. Welcome to the show. So nice to have you both
1: with us today. We're going to start out with you, Diane. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about the Garden Club. Well, we've been here since 1929. We've been incorporated since then, so we're about 75 members. Um, Our mission statement, I, I think, is that we love gardening. (laughs) <laughs> and we want to love, yes, and we want to learn more about gardening. We No one knows everything. So that is a big push, is the education of gardening within our group, not only indoors, but outdoors too. Uh, and then also we like to beautify our neighborhood, our community, and then also promoting conservation. That that is, isn't that the key word now? Conservation and climate change. And this year especially, we're really emphasizing that climate change as we've all All seen the effects that happen. Lastly, we like to promote our education of our students, those people that are going into the greenfield, the landscape architects, the florists, the environmental lawyers, all of those again promoting. It sounds like a big task, but in little steps we can accomplish a lot.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think what you're saying, the indoor, the outdoor, and I think those scholarships, that's such an important part, right, with those young students who are looking uh, for those fields and giving them that little financial boost.
1: It is. Not only the high school students that are coming out of high school and thinking, what am I going to do? Boy, I really like being outdoors. But again, those students need a little extra help, but then we have those that go on into their master's program or law school that are, again, environmentally, base that we want to promote that. So we have given well over $357,000 wow. since the mid-80s in support of students locally here in District 203 and 204. We emphasize those students and help them. That's awesome. That's an incredible amount of money. I'm not sure that people knew that. I know. It, it <laughs> does. And we, too, we look back and we think, oh, 300 plus plus <laughs> That's a lot, 300,000 plus in helping students. I think we need to look at to see how many students we have helped. I, that's my next goal is to see how many students we have helped through the years. Yeah, I bet it's a lot. It is.
0: Yeah, so talk a little bit if you would, Diane, about um, you know the last couple of years have been challenging
1: for all not-for-profits. How has it impacted the Garden Club? Well, as we all were scared of the whole environment, the COVID, what are we going to do? Can we still meet? and then Through our national organization, they promoted Zoom meetings, and having never heard of the word Zoom other than (laughs) on our camera, Zooming in, that they taught us, and myself particularly, they had Zoom classes, and we went on to, and across the nation, learned how to set up Zoom meetings. And I first started with my board, uh, starting their meetings, and then gradually opened it up to others as we all became more familiar with that virtual platform. And would that be so amazing that we had new people join us, looked at our website, came on and joined us in Zoom. We had someone that was all the way in Michigan <laughs> came over and listened to our programs. And we had speakers on there. And, and we gained at least four members through the 2020 period. And we continue to grow now. And that is just the amazing part is that I think the word got out. We weren't all so focused on everything else that's going on in our lives. we sitting at home and, what can I learn? Well, I might learn about gardening. Nice. Nice. It's it's always nice when there's a little bit of a silver
0: lining, right? Mm, Right. Yes, look for that. Right. Um, As we look at programming, because you started to talk a little bit about that, um, tell me a little bit about some of the programs and activities you're involved in.
2: Well, we have a program every month with our general meeting. Um, This month it's going to be a floral designer, but we do conservation. We've done Recycling, we've done, a guy from the Forest Preserve came and talked about the coyote problem. Oh, yes. That was That was really interesting. <laughs> yes. So we learn a lot through those, plus we have different classes. If a member has something she'd like to teach, we did one on pressed flowers this spring that was really cool. Um, but not just gardening, we, we have, we made gnomes. Um, I'm trying to think some of the, the other. Uh, stepping Stones. Stepping Stones. We've done a lot of different workshops that, that have a broad appeal to, okay. to everybody.
0: Okay. So it's stuff that's in and around the garden. I mean, I yes. always like because I just got to do a little shout out to our friend Gwen mm-hmm. uh, because she does the uh, arrangements for us. And that's another part of the programming. Yes, that you yes, do, yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So for those of us mm. like me who are good outside but terrible inside, this is what we need, I
2: never knew how to arrange flowers except stick them in a vase till I took some classes, so. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. and that's how we learn, right? Yep. yep. Um, Talk a little bit about Cup of Cheer because obviously that's a big program for you.
2: That's our major fundraiser. We have four homes usually on on the tour. Um, This year in particular, there's some exceptional homes. Um, So they tour the homes that are all decorated for Christmas. Then they come to the VFW hall and we have a market where there's a lot of goodies and the serious shoppers come Thursday morning.
0: Okay, uh, Then we <laughs> the have, word <laughs> in the, the garden and yeah, at the fair, yeah, right? Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> and then we have a tea where we have homemade cookies. Each member makes seven dozen homemade cookies. And we have some exceptional bakers we have a cookie contest, and that's, okay. that's really spurred on some competitiveness.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that, but that benefits those coming oh, to yeah, the tea, Oh, yeah, right? yeah, I know. Yeah. They're
2: beautiful cookies. So, and then, of course, they get the teacup or the mug, whichever they prefer.
0: Okay. And those are beautiful. You've been doing those every year, right? Yes,
2: yes. And we have a display from one of our previous members of all the cups. Oh, my gosh. So
0: is that available for people to see it? Yes.
2: Yes. It's at the the VFW Hall.
0: Wonderful. Wonderful. So talk a little bit. I mean, obviously, the Cup of Cheer is an amazing program. And I think a lot of people know about it. But that's great because when we think about it, now we know that the proceeds are helping you with all the $357,000 that you've been giving away and investing in our young people.
1: Um, Talk, Diane, a little bit about how somebody becomes a member and where you meet uh, we meet uh, at least once a month and it's the third Wednesday of each month except in December when we're busy with our fundraiser. <laughs> so um, uh, we meet at the municipal center downtown okay. uh, uh, Naperville and to join you just uh, let our membership chairman or reservation chairman know uh, via an email or a phone call which is on our website And they say, I'm coming and please come as a visitor and see if you'd like to join. And there's a membership dues and then there's meeting costs of each time you come to a meeting, which is nominal. We have a little breakfast, just a little temptation of uh, (laughs) uh, some muffins and some coffee and tea just to keep us going until we start our business meeting and then our program. And the big part is we socialize, nice. we we'd love to take care of each other, not only our plants, but I think that we're a nurturing club and really care about that individual person because we all come with different skills and we all learn from one another.
0: Yeah, I think that's the piece that I've always been fascinated with uh, your organization. It very much is about learning from each other, right? Uh, And because the whole world of gardening and indoor and, you know, for people like me who can't grow a plant indoors to save their life, you know, (laughs) I'm sure there's somebody at the Garden Club who could help me with that. Uh, But it really is nice to have every member can contribute, right? Yes, yes. There's something for everyone to learn and share. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, thank you so much for stopping by. To you, Diane, and to Deb and for all the work that the Naperville Garden Club does to beautify naperville thank you you're welcome if you are interested in learning more about the naperville garden club please go and visit their website we're going to take a quick break but stay tuned we're coming right back with more spotlight
1: nationally recognized locally invested uc bank is proud to be named among the 2022 america's best banks by forbes stay in the know at home or on the go with nctv 17 news update this quick recap of everything happening in and around town will be delivered straight to your email inbox for free sign up today bc bank is proud to partner in building business and growing wealth since 1868
0: If you're just tuning in, you're watching Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Mournette, and joining me now from the Naperville Tornado Relief, sponsored by MP Foundation, are Selvi Rajkumar and Christy Kennedy. So nice to have you on the show with us. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Christy, we'll start right off with you because, you know, the tornado happened about 18 months ago, so why are we still maybe in relief?
3: Yeah, so... Um you know, When this disaster hit, I'm gonna go back to the very beginning, right? Because um, that night when the tornado hit, it was an EF3 tornado with 140 mile per hour winds. It had reached its peak when it hit Southeast Naperville, flipped over cars, ripped apart homes, and really did a tremendous amount of damage to the neighborhood. Um, and, and as a result, cleanup has taken a really long time. Um, there've been tons of complications for people Um, Some people aren't back in their homes yet. Um, A dear friend of mine is living in her basement while she still waits for repairs today. And then also um, the tornado left a field of debris all across the area where glass and metal bits embedded into the earth with rain and wind and um, things need to be cleaned up. The work just isn't done yet.
0: Okay. Yeah, that was a a very, very devastating evening. Uh, We remember it well from the news department. Talk a little bit about why you formed your group and what exactly you're doing.
3: So the night that the tornado hit, I was in my basement um, with my husband and my son and we were watching the news report and watching the weather and and seeing what was happening and realizing that a lot of people we knew were being impacted by this event. And then the next morning we could hear the helicopters and knew that it was bad. Um, So my neighbor who lives across the street um, from me, her name is Kelly Doherty, Um, She and I talked, and we realized that a lot of our neighbors were saying, how can we help people we don't know what to do? And they had gone um, and and talked to some various groups and realized that there wasn't really a a concerted effort to help the community. So um, we formed a Facebook page and connected people who wanted to help with helpers. And it was incredible. People would post online, I need a tarp or I need meals for this weekend because we're going to have crews come out and clean up. And our neighbors responded and provided those things. Um, We then joined the Naperville Disaster Relief Group and learned a lot about what it takes to recover from a disaster. We did a training, learned that um, disaster relief is local um, because disasters happen locally, and and just really wanted to see some meaningful financial relief done in this area. Um, So the other thing we learned is that, that there was no government aid here because the disaster wasn't big enough to qualify. And then on top of that, um, there was no nonprofit that was specifically raising funds for this group um, of people. So we wanted to find a way to, to offer meaningful help. And then that's how we settled on this yard cleanup initiative.
0: Okay, well, that's, yeah. uh, I mean, well, first of all, kudos to you, glad that your family was safe uh, mm-hmm. and really glad that everybody ended up being safe. But as you say, the relief efforts need to continue. Uh, and certainly that's a lot to take on. So Selvi, I'm gonna ask you, MP Foundation, how, how did you come to get involved with what Christie's doing? Talk about that.
4: Thank you, Jane. Um, I was watching the city council meeting one day where Christie and the neighbors were presenting their stories. And uh, my uh, first impression was, why didn't we know this? Um, you know, we, I live in Naperville for over 25 years as well. And uh, the awareness is simply not there. Uh, When I heard that children are not able to play safely in their backyard, you know, I was hurt and I wanted to help, especially when they said there is no nonprofit that was willing to come and help them. So I immediately sent an email to our mayor, Chirico, followed up with them the next day and he introduced us to Christy and here we are.
0: Yeah. I think that's, you know, I mean, one of the things that I love, I've lived also in this town for 25 years, is that can-do spirit. I mean, you stepped up immediately to how can you help your neighbors, and I always think charity starts at home, right? And immediately you stepped up with the foundation. And talk a little bit about how you're helping within the foundation, Selby.
4: So the foundation was formed by my son and I after he went to Northwestern Civic Leadership Training. All the trainings that we offer to our school families um, is being offered to low-income communities uh, through social media, Uh, and we also give scholarship to some of our school students and also abroad. Okay. Okay. Chrissy, now you're looking to raise a lot of money. How much? Um,
3: well, we, our initiative is calling for $1.5 million, which is a huge amount of money. That is a huge um, amount of money. So yeah. how will that be spent? So um, with this yard debris, what we discovered is that um, it, since it had embedded into the ground, when it rains, it still comes up. And And we've tried cleanup efforts. There have been volunteer crews that have gone out to try to clean this up. Homeowners have been out there with rakes. They've tried to pick up the debris by hand. Um, They've used specialized equipment. The Lyle Township um, brought over this billy goat machine, and it just hasn't been adequate, and and they really need professional help, and it's expensive. So our initiative is going to um, actually replace the yards of up to 70 homes, and the homes that we've identified are 30 that were uninhabitable in Naperville, and then the the homes that are directly adjacent to those where the yards touch. And uh, we need to rip up the top two inches of soil that's contaminated, dispose of it properly, put in clean soil, then grade it um, so, that, so that it doesn't cause flooding down the line and then, and then put down grass seed. And that's incredibly expensive. And, and that's the bulk of our initiative. And really it, it's, a, it's an environmental cleanup. It's a matter of restoring our community which I think is really important to understand. You know, this isn't to make people's yards more fancy or anything like that. It, it's truly something that that will last forever for these homes. Yeah, you want your kid yeah. to feel
0: safe going and playing in the backyard. You yeah. don't want to know that after mm-hmm. rainfall they're going to fall down, which kids do, grownups
3: mm-hmm. do too, mm-hmm. uh, and, and suddenly find themselves cut, right? Right. So, so when we toured this summer, um, actually, Benny White, Councilman Benny White, came out and toured with us. And um, we learned from neighbors that, that like, people were uncomfortable walking around in sandals this summer because yeah. of the glass. Kids weren't allowed to skateboard in their neighborhood or play in their yards. And, and it's, just, it's just such a shame. People should be able to use their yards safely. And it's such a respite. You know, you come home from work. Yeah. You want to hang out in your yard. You want to have your family over. It's it's an important thing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Selby, um, you know, in the work that you're doing with Christy and her group, how is the foundation going to make sure that the money is raised responsibly and, and accomplishes the goal?
4: Mm-hmm. So we have created a separate account just for this cause. And um, after we... Um, fundraise uh, the hopefully the whole amount, uh, we will set up a, a rubric, um, which will be used to help the homeowners and it will be audited by the end of the year. Uh, so it's a complete transparent process. And uh, as I told Christy and Kelly, you know, as a Naperville resident myself, you know, I will volunteer my time and I will not take any administrative charges for the nonprofit. So it will be a transparent process and will be audited. Okay, that's yeah.
0: wonderful. and thank you for doing that. I'm sure a lot of those families are really, really grateful. Christy, as we wrap up, what will you do if you can't raise the the full amount? 1.5 is a lot of money.
3: Yeah, Um, so that people realize, I mean, we wouldn't have taken on this initiative if we couldn't raise the funds responsibly. I mean, that was really important to our mission and our group, Um, and that's why we were so grateful to partner with Selvi. so if we don't raise the full amount, the funding will still go directly to help restore this area. It'll just end up going for landscaping or maybe partial yard replacements or not as many yards will get, will get fixed, which would be a shame. Um, but I, I just think it's just so important for us to invest in our community and its recovery
0: yeah absolutely does it need to be all done at one time so is the plan that you raise the full amount and then you bring in the professional help i mean how does that work
3: yeah so so we wanted it to just to be a one-year initiative sure. so so we're going to raise funds into march then we're going to take applications from the homeowners and then and then we're going to be helping from that point forward so yeah i mean we're, we're a year and a half in um people have fixed up their homes for the most part some people aren't back in but many are so now it's time to tackle the yards okay
0: Well, I wish you all the best. Great initiative. Love to see the neighbors coming coming together, right? I mean, it's neighbors helping neighbors. What could be better? So we wish you all the best with that fundraising initiative. To find out more about the Naperville Tornado Relief, please go and visit their website. Don't go away. We're going to come right back after a few short messages.
1: Growing your family, opening your own business, retiring to travel. Leaving your legacy. At Busey Bank, we know there's a lot to look forward to and a lot of planning along the way. Celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work. Busey Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC.
4: What's the matter, boy? What are you trying to tell me? Is something wrong?
5: We live in a safe community, but not a crime-free community. If you see something, say something. Naperville Animal Crime Stoppers.
3: Yes, I'd like to report a case of animal cruelty and neglect.
5: Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves.
0: Welcome back to Spotlight. And joining me now from the Pete Elman Big Band are Pete Elman and Brian
6: Miller. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Jane. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Pete, let's start with you. Why did you start the band? Well, back in the day when I was growing up and listening to jazz music, there were a lot of big bands that toured the country, and uh, there are not so many bands touring anymore, so I wanted to provide a space and an opportunity for kids to perform and listen to professionals play big band music. So that's what we did. And uh, I set it up as a 501C3, which is a little uh, untraditional, but it's worked out very well for us.
0: Yeah. I think you've had a good run, right?
6: Yes. Yes, we have. Very much so.
0: Yeah. Brian, uh, do you play regularly anywhere?
5: We do. I've been fortunate to be with the band since its founding, which has been a real blessing. And Pete's not only done a great job of getting fantastic musicians in the band, but building wonderful partnerships right here locally. As he said, he set it up as a 501C3 so we can serve all these kids so well. So we have a partnership with another such one in our area and that's at the venue where over the years, He served nearly 400 bands ranging from junior high through colleges and over 7,000 students have gotten to not only come out and perform, but hopefully be inspired by the next generation of musicians.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. And I think, right? I mean, as you talk about it, it's it's bringing that love of music, right?
6: Oh, yeah. Um, We still love to play. Um, We have a lot of educators in our band. And the one thing that we all have in common is, I I have a music store, there are band directors, we have roofers in our band, but the one thing we all have in common is that we love to play, and we wanna share our passion with the students that come and perform with us. And uh, we also love to have the the Band directors who are with them sit in with us so the kids get to see them play as well and and do what brought them into music in the first place.
0: Yeah, always nice to see the teacher be the student
5: a little bit, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. Brian,
0: what's some of the feedback that you get from those kids that get to participate in that?
5: It's always a standout night for them, Jane, because they get to perform in a professional environment, if you will, a club. Their families come out, the people who are important to them, they get to share that experience with their fellow students. As Pete said, we invite their directors to then sit in with our band. So they get to really cheer for their directors who are such a big part of their life and really see what great skills their directors have as well. It takes to be a professional music educator, they have to have an awful lot of a Acuity on their instrument to be able to do that, so it's just a win on many levels.
0: Okay. What do you play?
5: I'm a trumpet player.
0: Okay, Pete. What do, What do you play? Trumpet. Okay, mm-hmm. a little bit of favoritism here going with the trumpets, <laughs> so that's okay. But perhaps. great instrument, right? Um, talk a little bit, Pete, because you've you've done a lot of concerts as you've said, but you also recorded music, right? So do you sell do you sell CDs?
6: Yes, we have two CDs out. The first CD uh, is called "For Pete's Ache. And
0: uh, (laughs) it's
6: it's the title of a song that one of our uh, members wrote. Dan Moore wrote it for us. And I told him I wanted a song that would be good for me to introduce the band with. And that's the title that he came up with. And I thought, boy, that'd be a great title for an album. So uh, that's our first album. Our second one uh, is a Christmas album that came out last year, and that's called The Twelve Grooves of Christmas. Okay. And uh, that's got over 35,000 streams, and uh, just on Spotify, uh, more if you include all the streaming uh, devices. Um, and we sold nearly 2,000 CDs. Um, and with that, we started our gifts program. And okay. the gifts program is Giving Instruments for Teaching Students.
2: And
0: instruments for teaching students. OK, yep. yeah, got
6: it. Fifty percent of all the proceeds from the CD sales goes to help instruments, kids get instruments who could otherwise not afford to be in their band or orchestra, uh, their school band or orchestra. And uh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's been really cool. And it, um, for us, it's it's a wonderful way to give back sure so.
0: sure well i mean and it really gets around which is something the school districts are really looking for right removing those barriers so that everybody right. has that opportunity to participate in something and see if if they want to be part of the pete elman band when they grow up right hopefully someday yeah yeah, yeah. talk a little bit more about the musicians that play with you regularly you know and and where you play regularly
6: uh well we played at a place called the venue and uh it's a wonderful place in Aurora, it's right on Broadway, uh, just by the Paramount Theater. Okay. Um, and we have the members of our band range anywhere from band directors uh, to Roger Ingram, who's a world famous trumpet player and does clinics all over the country uh, for different school bands. And um, the musicians are just wonderful, and they are very giving of their time. It's it's so much fun to get together and play big band music, which. Um, There's a lot of guys in our band. We have 18 guys in the band, so um, we don't get to play for good money very often. We do occasionally, (laughs) but we do it for the love of the music.
0: Okay, I like that. Now, you mentioned on your um, first CD that it was an original song. So the majority of the music that you play, is it what we sort of think of as big band music that's already been written? Or are you also writing original stuff?
6: Uh, we do. We have uh, original arrangements, a okay. lot of them, and we also do have original songs as well. Um, we have a song that one of the guys in our band wrote recently called "Sophisticated Funk," and uh, it's a song that Craig Rosley arranged for us. And uh, I can't remember who's Mozart. Mozart. It's a Mozart. <laughs> it's a takeoff <laughs> on oh, Mozart. that guy. Yeah, that yeah. guy. <laughs> Never heard of him. <laughs> no. <laughs> But it's a takeoff on one of his pieces done in a funk style.: I love uh, that., yeah, I love so, that. That's so, really
0: fun. That's and I would imagine that sort of really stimulates the creative juices as you oh look Oh yeah, at, yeah, absolutely. And
6: it's fun for us to um, perform something that's never been performed before.: Yeah, you know? It's
0: a true original. Yeah. Yeah.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: Brain, as we wrap up, you you know, and, and Pete was just talking about fun things, so you have some fun concerts coming up, so tell us what they
5: are. We sure do. In December, there are a plethora of holiday performances, and you can check the website for them. But one certainly worth highlighting right here, we have a world-class facility in Wentz Hall. And we're partnering, as we've done in the past, and NCTV 17 has been kind enough to carry it in the past. We're partnering with the Naperville Chorus, which is a wonderful part of our community here, our musical landscape. And we're doing Christmas shows the second weekend of December. And we'd certainly encourage people to come out. That's become a real staple of Naperville's seasonal holiday landscape over the years. And we're really thrilled to keep those relationships going.
0: Yeah. And I love that collaboration. It's always, as you said, we've got a wonderful artistic and musical landscape here in Naperville. The Wentz is an incredible first-class venue, obviously, right? And so it's nice when you're doing it together.
5: Absolutely. And so just a, a real punctuation mark for the holidays.
0: Excellent. Well, listen, we wish you all the best with your upcoming concerts. Keep going. Keep producing wonderful music.
5: Well, thanks for having us, Jane. Always a pleasure.
0: Okay. And if you would like more information about the Pete Elman Big Band, go visit their website. I'd like to thank all of my guests for joining us on Spotlight and our friends at Busey Bank for their generous sponsorship of today's show. To learn more about the organizations featured on today's episode, please go and visit our website at nctv17.org. And to stay informed about what's happening in our community, sign up to receive our daily news update and like and follow us on Facebook. For Spotlight, I'm Jane Winnett. Thank you for watching. Today's Spotlight is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. Busey, your dream, our promise.